Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. to call him to make sure I'm prepared. You said when the love is spreading everywhere. Summer came and took off with the spring. So now we start the Christmas caroling. I'll find my way back home and light up every tree we will hang our stockings for you and one for me cause santa called to make sure i'm prepared he said pack your bags and tell them you'll be there i'll be home with my nigga this christmas uh i promise i promise i'll be home with my hoes this christmas uh i promise i promise i'll be home i'll be home i'll be home i'll be home welcome to the song Ray podcast I'm your host, Solomon Ray. That was a cute little rendition of this Megan Trainer song called I'll Be Home. Actually, yeah, it's called I'll Be Home. But I'll be calling it I'll Be Home for Christmas. <sighs> it's that time of the year again, bitch. It's getting jolly. It's getting festive. It's getting like, oh, hang the mistletoe, bitch. Christmas is my favorite time of the year. Um, I love Christmas. Well, I don't love Christmas music. I take that back. But I just love, like, some Christmas jingles. Silent night, bitch. Holy night. Something, something about some virgins. Round something, something. Bitch, it's so, such a cute little time. So, for the next couple of weeks, all I'm going to be doing is singing little Christmas jingles. So, yes, be sure if you do like the songs that um, I'm singing on this podcast, I do make a, a playlist on Spotify called the Solomon Array Podcast Music. And all the songs I've sung eloquently, beautifully, just like a fucking angelic voice that I have. Um they're on that that playlist. So if you want to listen to that that song that I just did, she does a better song a version than me. But she ain't got the soul, she ain't got the range, you know. See, I have a um I like to think I have a 3, maybe 4 octave range. Um you know what I'm saying? It's just some <laughs> just not everybody's built and born with this fucking talent. Anyways, welcome to the show, bitch. If you guys are wondering where rewatched and revisited is, bitch, I was sick. Bitch, I thought I had bronchitis, COVID, the flu. 
this is the first day I felt better, honestly. So I haven't been wanting, not wanting, but I mean, I've been wanting to record, rewatched and revisited, but I just haven't since as of recently. So th that might be a little delayed. I'm going to try, if I can bust out one episode tonight and have it ready for Friday, I'll try to, but no promises, bitch. I really just need to just finish up the damn... I only I only have three more episodes to finish. But it's like I got to watch it. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, I did the mistake when I was in Japanese. I started re-watching Game of Thrones for the third time. Bitch. I finished it, like, yes, two days ago. But um, it's such a good series. And it really burns my biscuits of how bad the last season was. I mean, it wasn't, like, bad, but it was just so rushed. Ugh. And the ending really just crushed me. But anyways, not trying to bring up any negativity. Um, How's y'all motherfuckers weeks, bitch? Uh, aside from me being in, being sick, what did I do? Oh, my sister came to, well, bitch, we got to do review. Sorry. Hold on. Let's see. So we have a review. If you want to rate and review this podcast, five stars and five stars only, go to Apple Podcasts and write your review. You can also just put the little five stars on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify if you want to rate it as well. Just five stars only. Don't do not do me, bitch. Don't do me if it's less than five stars, for real. Just don't even do it. Like, for real, because it'll make no damn sense. Um, I want to give a shout out to Apple Girl. She writes the best. I love this podcast. I found Solomon on his Snapchat and he had me weak. I get his sense of humor. You are a light to me. I look forward to hearing your podcast every week because I know you will make me laugh. I hope you know how much joy you bring people. Thank you, um, Apple Girl. And then the other one is from Jose Munez um, or Jose. I'm sorry, Munez. Jose from Jose. He don't miss. We love this man. This podcast, the lives, the cooking, the singing, the mask, the skincare, the jewelry. There's <laughs> there's nothing Solomon can't do. And we just love you. Thank you for everything. You make my day every time you have me cracking up in the car. Thank you so much, um, Jose. That's very sweet of you. And thank you for everybody who's written and um, reviewed the podcast all 677 of y'all in the last year and a half well now this bitch is about to be oh my god bitch it's about to be two years bitch we're about to we're really encroaching on two years we're like on episode 81 right now which is really fucking crazy i'm trying to figure out what i'm gonna do for the 100th episode i'm thinking about like maybe like um may, maybe like top 10 moments of the podcast, clearly the Millie story gonna be up there, which I hate that you bitches love that, but clearly I'm gonna have to put the Millie story on there. Um, and I was thinking about doing like, uh, like listener calls, like little voice notes, which people have left. I just realized this, I forgot. But on Anchor, you could, in the description box, you can also like leave a voice note. So maybe I'll do that, but bitch, you know, I'll start crying. You know, bitch, I can't. I, I don't even think I wanna do that because I'll probably start crying. Because if y'all start leaving me really nice, sweet voice, you know, bitch, I will start crying. Bitch, don't. No, don't do that. Because <laughs> I will literally, I'm such a fucking baby. So, how was my week? It was great. Um, 
I got back from J- Japanese on Wednesday and then woke up Thursday for Thanksgiving. My sister came in. We had a good time. We went to a restaurant. We didn't cook or anything, which was nice because, like, ain't nobody going to eat all that damn food. You know what I'm saying? My sister don't eat much. Like, we, it's just two of us, so it's like, girl, boo. And then the next day, we went out to we were gonna go to this museum which i still want to go to this museum before it closes it's a david la chapelle exhibit um and the museum's really fab has like a nice bar in it a nice um restaurant it's like a photography museum so i really want to go to that we didn't make it we ended up going to the lower east side having like bagels and shopping for furs and stuff like that and then we came back to the house and girl, it's really my mistake because I really I ordered this bottle of champagne and it's one of my favorite bottles of champagne. So whenever I see it on a menu, I like to order it. Um, so, yeah, I fucked it up and ordered that bottle of champagne, drank that bitch, came home, p- cracked open the damn handy bottle, bitch. And it's just downhill from there. Down here for fucking there. And then we went to the clubs, went to the bar, like just bitch. I was drunk by like 7 p.m boots and like i i was fighting for my life the next day fighting i mean when i tell you i was fighting for my life i was in bed till like 8 p.m well not 8 p.m because we went to go see a strange loop but um yeah the show started at 8 so i was like out of my bed by like 6 30 but bitch regardless i was fighting for my life <sighs> but I had a good time with my sister. We had a good time. Um, it was nice because it was like, we just did all the shit we did as like kids growing up. Like we would listen to like, we just listened to Britney Spears and like, you know, she would listen to her little boy bands because she was into like the boy bands. I was into like Britney and Christina and you know, all the girl shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a good time. What else? We went to go see A Strange Loop, which is closing on Broadway. I want to believe January 15th. So if you have a chance to watch it or go see it, please go do it. Um, it's, I mean, I don't want to tell you what it's about, but it's a really fabulous um, musical. It won Best Musical at the Tonys this past year. So shout out to them. It's wild because it's closing January 15th. And... I just find that so strange that a, a a show could win best musical at the tone. Like that's a big fucking, that's is the award of the year, you know? And then it just closes months later. But you know what I think it is? It's, it's a multitude of things. One, um, but see, it's also, okay. So one, I feel like things like that don't really work necessarily um, long-term, like, Tourists who want to visit Broadway want to see, like, Disney shit, like Lion King and, you know, Aladdin. And, you know, they want to see the Harry Potter shit and, you know, things that they know, like Phantom of the Opera, which is also closing, by the way, which is crazy. It's been on Broadway for, like, 35 years or some shit. Um, and or maybe 25 years I could get it. No, bitch. I think it's bitch. I don't know. It's It's been up for some decades. Anyways. So, like, you know, tourists, they want to see, like the things that they know of, they're not going to go see like a niche, like musical, especially a musical with an all black cast and a black, uh, a fat queer. I don't, maybe I shouldn't say fat. Cause bitch, I don't want to, 
upset the girls. I don't know another like politically way of saying big overweight. No, that's not right. Damn, bitch. Hold on. Let me think about this before the girls come at me. Hold on. Hold on. Cause I don't need no other, no bad reviews. Okay. <laughs> um, I think it's okay to say fat, right? I feel like or what's plus size? Bitch, I don't really know. Um just a a large see now now see now it's making it awkward and now it's like becoming like a joke. Bitch, please. So a fat black queer man um is the star of the the show. And it's really great because it kind of ta- tackles and talks about you know everything what it's like to be black queer and then especially um I guess fat as well. Um but it was it, it was great. I enjoyed it. So I, but I just feel like it's not going to work for like tourists. Like tourists don't want to sh- see that shit. But what's wild is so we went to go see and it was like 70% full. So it made me wonder. And now I'm jumping out on a limb. It made me wonder because people who are going to watch that are people who are in New York. You know what I'm saying? Like people like New Yorkers. I don't even think New Yorkers want to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Which is really crazy. You know what I'm saying? Walk with me. Talk with me. It wins best musical this year. That should at least grant you at least an extra year on Broadway. But the fact that the producers were like, nope, pull out, Mm-mm, no, cut it out. Let's cut our losses and just, like, that's wild to me. And the fact that New Yorkers are like, mm, I don't really feel like watching this. It's gaggy, bitch. It's really gaggy. So, but you know what I also think, and I've been saying this for a while, I feel like people are getting a little exhausted with, and just getting beaten over the head with, like, I don't know what to call this, but like, you know, like, how can I put this without sounding like a fucking dick? Like, sometimes when I go to the movies, I just want it to be a nice movie. I just want to escape for a minute. When I'm going to a musical, I do, actually, I do like musicals like Hello, Dolly, and like, I like a very traditional musical. I'm really that girl. I like lots of dancing, colors, fun stuff. I don't really need too many deep topics. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I don't really need the deep shit. I think I've said that multiple times. Like, I don't really need all the deep shit sometimes. But I think the girls, especially the girls online, like, especially in the how things have been politically over the years, and not even really politically, just socially as well, I think the girls are getting to the point where they're like, bitch, I don't want to hear none of this shit no more. Bitch, I don't, don't really care, bitch. I don't want to do it. I don't know. Shut up. You know, like, I'm like that. I'm really getting like that, and I really hate the fact that I'm getting like that. Like, whenever I see certain posts online, and it starts with queer, POC, non-binaries, I'm like, oh, girl, let me just scroll past this. I don't, I don't, I can't read that big-ass rant. No, <laughs> like... I can't do it no more, Jesus. I can't. I don't want to. <laughs> I just really, like, I really just don't want to. I mean, <clears throat> I went to go see A Strange Loop in general because, you know, it's won the fucking Tony. But it is something I do want to see, you know, about being gay and being black 
And it's, you know, he's also in New York and stuff like that. And it was a great, like, he ate the fuck out of Tyler Perry, which, same. And it's so funny because right before we went to go see this, um, somebody posted something on Instagram. And I was like, uh, and it was like a Medea clip. And I was like, this sh- used to be so funny to me back in the day. But, like, this shit is really cringy and honestly offensive. If we really want to be, like, those girls of, like, what's offensive and what's not like that's i just never like in the last like 10 years or so i would say maybe 11 but a solid 10 years i've just been like really not into anything that man does um and you know what i know some people justify it with like well he's giving jobs to the girls and it's like that's fine girl just like how much more longer are we going to stigmatize and demonize fucking aids bitch you know what i'm saying like you wasn't praying hard enough. So now you got the AIDS. You cheated on your man. And you didn't go to church and tithe 10%. So now you got the AIDS. So I'm just like Tyler Gerbo. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, I just can't. I mean, if you like, and honestly, if you like it, I love it, child. But you won't ever see me purposely watching no damn any Tyler Perry production. Not only, okay, so, but, okay, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like the writing's bad. The writing's bad. Okay, that's, let's just get out. The first things first, the writing is doo doo. It's really bad writing. Um, a lot of times the cinematography is really shit too. Um, whoever is doing quality control over, like, it's just, it's just really bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will admit, growing up, especially with my teens and stuff like that, and, like, whatever, like, black cinema, well, I guess you can consider it cinema. Movies, bitch. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) So shady. But, like, it just was, like, it was entertaining enough, and, you know, it's definitely nice to, like, see some of those stories, but at the same time, I'm like, this is just, when you get older, I'm just like, this is really bad. This is really bad shit. Anyways, so I just got finished, like, saying how, like, I thought it's not funny. Then I was telling my sister, I was like, yeah, I don't fuck with none of that Tyler Perry shit. And she was like, oh, my boyfriend hates Tyler Perry. And I was like, well, I don't hate the man. It's just, like, it's not it's not for me. And so it was funny because we watched um, A Strange Loop, and it's literally, like, taking so many jabs at um, Tyler Perry stuff. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was great. The music was great. I did like the topics. Um... I mean, there are definitely some topics that I just would like to talk about, but I think I need to figure out where I stand with those topics. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to upset people. <laughs> but it's like, how can I put this? You know, okay. How can I put this? How can I put this? How can I put this? Okay, I'm not going to say anything, actually, but I'm going to say this. I'm, I'll say this. I'm not going to tell you how I really feel. I'm not going to really give my whole ooh-ah-ah, but I'm definitely going to just tell you a different take. And you can take take from it what you will. So I hear a lot of times the girls be like, oh, these white men um, be dusting us. White men don't ever um, want to talk to us. And that we're not invited to the white parties. And you go to these parties and stuff, but white people, the white people, white people. Why do you keep wanting to go fuck around with these white men? Why do you keep wanting to go be around these white men? 
that's my like that is always going to be my question like that is always going to be my default whenever i hear like oh they don't ever, they ignore me they ignore me they ignore me is it's all these white men's but why y'all keep going to these white men these white men are dangerous you know what i'm saying like that's I'm i'm always going to like like sometimes you'll see like these photos and it's like it's a bunch of like white men in in the in the photo, and it's always us. It, and I'm talking about black, brown, everybody. It's like look at all these white men. It's, there ain't, you don't see none of us in there. Why do y'all give a fuck? What? Why they invite us to this party? Why y'all? Why y'all so worried about it? If anything, thank God you didn't invite me to this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like why I'm I I'm never going to ever lose no fucking sleep. I'm never gonna get be bent over backwards. I'm not going to be crying, slitting my motherfucking wrist if a, a white pers- person person dusts me, bitch. Cause honestly, you know I'm not actually gonna go down that road. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice this year. They're coming in 2023. I'm trying to be nice, bitch. Okay, I'm trying to not be an asshole all the time. At least 20 percent of the time. 30 percent. 34, 35, 60, 50, 60% of the time it's okay. But it's like, girl, like they just be really like, and I'm like, y'all are so goofy. But it be a certain type of girl who be just like that. So, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. But I could, I, it made me wonder you know, with the the writing and, you know, the person who put together, I'm like, hmm, this is making me go, hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, it's okay to probably touch into, like, you know, this whole segregated racist area within the gay culture. Yes, let's touch into that. But it's sometimes when you lean in too much, it'd be like, well, damn, bitch, tell me how you really feel. Because I don't have these strong feelings about white men. I really don't. I don't even be thinking about them like that. I promise you. I mean, I have strong feelings about white men, but I don't be, like, pressed. You know, I don't be pressed to, like, I, they don't ever call me. They don't ever return. They, they don't, like, I've never, ever, a uh, damn, my motherfucking life. But you know why? Because I loves me. <laughs> I love me, bitch. I love me and I love us. You know, like I'm always going to prioritize and put people like me before anybody white. And it's really no, sh- I'm not, if you're white and you're listening to this and it got shit to do with you, but it's not about you. It's just, I'm always going to favor and be more tuned in to like black and Latin shit. Like those, that's me, bitch. I'm never going to be trying to be tuned into some white shit, wondering why the fuck these white men leaving me on red, wondering why the fuck these white men ain't inviting me to no parties, wondering why these white men ain't letting me into these white people's circles and stuff. Bitch, I, I don't want to be near that. I don't. That is not That is not aspirational to me. It's not. I mean, have I been invited? Have I gone? Of course. A lot of white people are my friend. I still go, but it's not like it's something that I'm like hell bent on. Like, bitch, I gotta go. Oh, I wish I was around some white man right now. Ooh, white man. No, bitch. No. That is not like I'm never gonna be burnt crispy off of it. So sometimes when the girls be saying these things, it be really telling on them. I be like, girl, tell me how you really feel, bitch. Tell me how you really fucking feel. 
you know what, bitch? And I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. See, I'm, I need to get off this fucking topic, bitch. I need to get off this fucking topic. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I need to go off this fucking topic. Somebody came from my friend recently online. And it's this black lady. And she does, like, a lot of, like, online activism. And when I say online activism, because it ain't about the streets. It's not about, like, nothing real. Which you can still be... You can still get your activism in. You don't got to be in the streets. I've said that before on this podcast. You do not have to be out in the streets. Whatever you can do within the confines of your like your comfortability levels and what you're willing to do as a black person or even as a brown person, bitch, go off. But he was like, yeah, she doing this, she doing that. She, she dragging me, she dragging me. I was like, oh, that's crazy. And I wasn't even like saying this to be shady. I was like... It's crazy because she's literally booed up with a white man. And he was like, bitch, no way. I said, yeah, bitch. All those loud people online and stuff who be like, fight for your rights and like ready to drag and da 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 be laid up with these white men. And it's nothing wrong with it. It's just like, that's just, I see that very often. And it be like the, the jump scare, not the jump scare. <laughs> I need to get off the mic. Um, and it'd be the surprise of a lifetime when the girls be like, oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, girl. Right. Girl. So. Anyways, child. Um, that's that, bitch. But, I'm, okay, I didn't mean to, like, <laughs> convolute all that. But let me separate this before I move on to the next topic. The the musical was fabulous, and it deserves to stay on Broadway for for way longer. I wish more people were more in tune to these stories and listening to these stories. I really, really enjoyed it. The music was great. Um, and it made you think, you know? And I loved the idea of that there was no intermission, which I think most often than not, when people choose to not do an intermission, it's for creative purposes. So... That was really great because it's like a train of thought, you know, like I can get into it and try to dissect it as much as I possibly can. But nonetheless, um, it was really great. And I would suggest if you guys are in New York City and want to see a, a musical, go see that one. You know what I'm saying? Lion King always be there, bitch. Lion King ain't going nowhere, bitch. It ain't going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere, child. It's like the things that need to go. Just be stuck there, bitch. And the things that need to stay being pushed out. You know how many fabulous things I've seen on Broadway, musicals as well as plays, that have closed so fucking quickly? I mean, I've seen some brilliant work. And it's just the things that stay the longest. Be that Lion King shit, bitch. Maybe that Lion King shit. Ooh, that Lion King stuff gonna stay on Broadway. I ain't never seen it a day in my life. So let me not fucking eat it up too much let me not eat it up because it might be fabulous <laughs> i feel like i need to see that at least once but i've just never had a desire i don't even like the movie lion king i've like the animated film i think i've seen it once and that was like maybe five years ago i watched i actually watched it like in its entirety i've just never i just never it was not my thing i guess maybe i just i don't know it wasn't my thing um so yeah, I went to go. We went to go see that. My sister's like, "Bitch, let's go see Hamilton. Let's go see Hamilton." I was like, "Girl, I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see that shit, bitch." And it's really no shade. 
let me get off this goddamn mic. Because <laughs> I really liked In the Heights. But I liked In the Heights because of the story. But I don't care enough about the story for Hamilton. I really don't. But the thing that irks me the most is like the Lin-Manuel music. You know, it's so like hippity hoppity and like, you know, it's like, it's like, have you ever seen Kids Bop? You know, Kids Bop, you know, like when they redo music and it be sounding like corny, but it's like, bitch, it's Kids Bop. So you don't really think it's going to be like lit, but it's funny because you list, you know, the original version. So you list, you hear that shit and be like, this shit, shit sounds corny as fuck, but it's just fun. Like you don't take it seriously. That's how I view Lin-Manuel's music. Like, it seems like it's very, like, hippity-hoppity and, like, ba-boom, boom, chow. I'm coming up the stairs and I'm gonna... Like, it's so, like, I can't get into it. And it's probably fabulous. It, the musical's probably fabulous. I'll take everyone's word for it. But it's just, like, a corny aspect to it that I just can't get past. You know? If it was just, like... Actually, if it was, like, a regular musical of just regular singing of, like, and I'm walking up the stairs. Like, if it was, like, a regular musical like that instead of, and I'm walking up the stairs and I'm, like... I I could probably handle it. But that hippity-hoppity kids bop rap, no. It's it's corny to me, and I just can't... I can't sit through it. And I and that musical is long as fuck, so I'm just like, girl, boo. Um... What was I saying? I need, you know what, bitch? I need to get off the the damn mic before I get my ass jumped in these streets. Um, what else? What else? What else? That's really kind of about it. Moving right along. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, I'm going to Vegas on Friday to go see Adele. And I was really going to save my beef for later, but I'm going to just do it right now. My beef is with Adele. I don't I can't hold it in any longer. I just can't wait to the end of the show. So I just need to just let it out right now. My beef is with you, Adele. Um, you're a fake ass bitch and, um, I'm pissed. So we got these Adele tickets to go see Adele in Vegas, a weekend with Adele. And I, Adele got some dick, but let's just keep it honest. She got some dick and she postponed the show. And so this is the the rescheduled show or whatever. And it's like, Adele, girl, let me tell you something. This is not the right time. I don't, this Christmas around the corner, bitch. I just got back from Japanese. I got to fly back and forth for Christmas. And then I got to be in San Diego and fly across the country for my godson's baptism this weekend. There's a lot going on, Adele. I ain't got time for this shit. I'm going to go book a goddamn hotel Bitch, a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. 
a thousand dollars, Greg, bitch. I said, let me look at some other places because when I go, I'd rather stay at the Cosmo, the Cosmopolitan. Bitch, everywhere else, $800, $900, $700, you know, with the tax and the fees and stuff, it's going to be basically a thousand dollars anyways. I said, Adele, girl, bitch. So, boom. Then, I was like, you know what? I'm already angry. That's already too damn much, bitch. I'm about to just sleep in the car, bitch. I ain't got no car, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm asleep in the lobby of the goddamn casino. Something's going to... I, I, $1,000, Adele? Like, it's not really her fault, but it's really her fault. Like, she had no business getting dickmatized and rescheduling these dick Because that's what it is. And ain't nobody saying anything. It's because she got some dick. And honestly, same, Adele. Same. But, girl, do this shit when it's not... Like, I wasn't expecting... And there's a convention. $1,000. I just can't get a thousand fucking dollars, bitch. But by the grace of God, by the grace of my Heavenly Father... Jesus Christ. I said, let me look up in these points. I know Hyatt got me some points somewhere out hidden. Mary, I got me some points somewhere here. I, I know I've been staying enough some places to find me something with some damn points. Bitch, and I used them. I used every last one of them damn points and booked me a whole because I wasn't about to spend a thousand dollars. You wasn't about to get a thousand dollars from me. And no, no matter what hotel it is, bitch. It wasn't just it was going to happen. Then I get on Ms. Delta. Direct flight, JFK to Las Vegas. There's two flights. One in the morning, one a little bit later in the afternoon, or like maybe at by noon. And I'm saying this, and I'm not trying to like be that girl or nothing, but two seats available in a morning flight. No first class seats available, nothing, just two lonely seats. Any economy, girl. Well, comfort plus, but it's like, girl, just economy. So I'm calling Delta. I'm, I'm really, I'm panicking. Because the last time I took that Vegas flight to Las, New York City, to Las Vegas, they didn't have no first class seats either. And I was stuck in economy, having a fucking panic attack and a claustrophobic attack that sparked my major claustrophobia this past summer in um, fall that I'm still low-key kind of recovering from, from where I was fucking smushed against a window from this man who was literally, and it wasn't his fault that he was this tall, but it was that fault that he was that wide. Ain't nobody told you to eat all that damn food. Shit. Now, if you was tall, okay, great. Just scrape your head on the goddamn buzzer and, and, and on, on the ceiling. But, bitch, the fact that your arm, your, your arm is just ever so gently and gingerly laying on my chest is not right. You are too big, baby. It's, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings if you big and stuff, but like, damn, that's crazy. I don't know. Honestly, I don't even know what people do when people are that big, but it's like, I was, I really had a, I was claustrophobic because not only that, I think I told y'all, but like we were stuck on a tarmac for like almost two hours 
which is unacceptable. But I was really like, girl. I, I, and then, then the fucking pilot's like, we're going to turn off the AC because we, we need to save the engine or the juice and the gas and some shit. So here I am with a mask on. I think we had a mask on. With this fucking man squishing me against this fucking window in economy with no air on a tarmac for two hours. That's the reason why I have claustrophobia right now. That was such a scary moment. Like, all jokes aside, bitch, I was really panicking. I, I had to get on. Thank God we were on the ground. So, like, I had service. I went on YouTube, and I was like, what to do when you got a panic attack? And, bitch, I was trying to, like, woosah and breathe through it and all sorts of bullshit. Bitch. So now I'm returning back to fucking Vegas because Adele asked me to. Is making me to, actually. And sure enough, no first class seats. So I hope they get their shit together, bitch. I don't know. I put my, I, I, I called Delta. I said, put me on a waiting list. Put me on a waiting list for the first class seats, please, man. Please, I'm begging you. So I'm hoping, I'm praying. I've been refreshing the website every goddamn hour on the hour, seeing if somebody gave their motherfucking seat or cancel their shit. Please, I pray. Now, I don't pray for people's downfall, but I just hope something, they got to they gotta be at work maybe, or, you know, maybe they, they time off, didn't get approved. Something, please. I'm begging you. I'm begging you, Jesus, please, because I can't, I don't want to do it. And none of both flights, the early morning and then the mid-morning or noon flight, they both ain't got no no seats. So I'm just I'm really frazzled right now. So I'm just gonna pop me a Xanax and just pray for the best. Cause girl, I'm shook. And then on top of it, to make things worse. Not only that, I have to fly the next day back to San Diego or go to San Diego. And there's no direct flights from Vegas to San Diego. Like it is, but it's like spirit or frontier and girl. I'll, I'd rather slit my wrist and my throat. So that's clearly a no. But Delta don't fly. They ain't got no flights. None. So I'm on Southwest, which ain't that bad because it's only like a 45 minute flight. And you get two free check bags. But it's like, damn, Adele, you dumb bitch. I had to exhaust my goddamn fucking miles or spend $1,000 for the damn hotel. The ticket already hella expensive. Okay? This is not a convenient time for me in my life right now, Adele. Now you got me flying in coach, probably squished up on a goddamn fucking window with a, with a man's arm on my chest, probably. And now I'm flying south... Adele, I can't do this. I really, I'm trying, I try not to be a diva and try to roll with the punches, but this is a lot. You know, like, Lord, this is too much. You say I can handle it, but I can't handle this. I can handle one of them. I can't handle all of it. I can handle the thousand dollar hold. If, 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 Lord Jesus, if you, if you hear me, listen, please. I'll pay the $1,000 on the hotel, but just help me with the flight to, to Vegas. If you can, if you can find somebody who don't got no business being on that flight and got to stay home to give up their first class ticket, please give it to me, Jesus. I can't do it. I really honestly, truly cannot. 
That's the thing that's really the ghetto, ghetto gagger for me. I don't know if I can do that. Actually, I don't even know if I want to go to Vegas. Now I'm thinking about this. I really am not sure if I can do this. Um. Anyways, afterwards, I'm going to Mexico. So, well, I'm going to my godson's christening. And then afterwards, going to Mexico City for like three, four days. Hopefully, I'll finish some tattoos that I've been working on. Then back to San Diego for my godson's first birthday. And then back to New York. And then I'll be back to San Diego for Christmas. And then back to New York. And bitch, I don't want to go nowhere no more. I don't. I want to stay my ass right the fuck on home and lay up in his bed. Yep. That's really what I want to do. I think what I'm going to do later on in January, though, is I think I'm going to go get me a hair transplant. Because I really want to lower my, my hairline. You know, as you get older, your your head gets bigger and your ears get bigger and your nose gets bigger. Like, they never really stop growing or something. Yeah. That's not the case with me. I just have a big head head. <laughs> and a big fucking forehead, bitch. And I really want my my hairline to be lowered. So I'm probably going to do that in January. The only thing that sucks is I have to cut my whole hair off. There is an option to where I don't have to cut my hair off. I just have to cut the back of my hair off so that they can take the the little plugs, bitch. But I'm like, girl, that's going to look crazy. So I might as well just cut my motherfucking hair off and just be a bald-ass bitch for a few months. So... <sighs> but that's fine though. I told you guys I want to do some some surge for the winter time. When it's winter time, ain't nobody doing anything. So I'm definitely gonna do my little hair transplant. I think I want to do an Asian eyelid eyelid surgery. Y'all know what that is. So it's what the Asians be doing. So it ba- they basically cut like a little slit um in your eyelid to make your eye look bigger, um and like wider. So I think I want that. I kind of want them like, but a teeny bit, a teeny bit bigger, not like bug eyed, like Graves disease, bitch. But I would definitely want it to like be slightly bigger and more almond shape. No, no, not almond shape, just bigger and rounder, which is very youthful and like cunt. So yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I was debating if I want to do a lower facelift, but I think I'm going to do that later on, like maybe in two years, maybe next year, bitch. Um, yeah, just a little, little, little push, not an upper facelift. Cause I don't want to look crazy. Just like a lower facelift, which I don't need, but I know like every, like everyone's saying, you don't need it. You don't need it. Even the surgeons like, you don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need it. But like, let me tell you something. I know myself. I know my face. I know, bitch, it's my body. I know what I'm doing. And trust me when I say, if I can just push the, the back of this, this jawline back a little bit more and snatch it just a little bit, just a teeny bit, just not not much, bitch. I only need like, like half an inch. It don't even got to go that far back, bitch. Just half an inch. It's going to look cunt. And it's going to look cunt, bitch. And I'm going to feel like... My friend was like, bitch, I want to look like I'm I'm doing 100 on a motorcycle. <laughs> I said, well, bitch, I definitely don't want to do that. But I definitely just want it to be <laughs> like a nice little, you know, little like, you know, because like the thing is I have chubby cheeks. And so I kind of want to just push it up just a little bit, a little bit. Not much. But it's like, damn, bitch, it's, that's like already $30,000. So it's like, girl, like, do I want to spend that just for a little half an inch pull? Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. And I be telling the girls all the time, like, the girls be like, bitch, if it's going to make you feel better. And here's the thing. The girls love to talk about, oh, it's because you're an insecure bitch. You're an ugly ass bitch. You feel bad about yourself. You ain't got no motherfucking confidence. Bitch, it ain't got nothing to do with that because it literally has nothing to do with you. That's the misconception, baby. It has nothing to do with you because what you eat don't make me shit. Let's, let's get that out the way. All right. Let's get the next thing out of the way. You could never be me. Let's solidify that, that thing. Now, for the third bitch, you tried it. But, like, sometimes, yeah, it can be an insecurity. Like, it could be something that you are insecure with. And if you want to fix it and it makes you feel better, bitch, great. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like if you can fix something, if you, if, like, especially something that can be fixed. There are certain things that cannot be fixed, bitch. But if you can fix something, you're going to feel better about yourself. That confidence is going to, like, be priceless. There's things I've done that made me feel way better about myself. And it's not no no weird fucking, like, in-depth thing of, like, well, you need to fix the inside of yourself before you... You need to work on the pitch. Ain't nobody doing all that dumb shit, girl. Shut the fuck up. People love to say dumb shit like, oh, well, you need to fix the inside before you can fix. No, sometimes you can fix the outside and it can fix the inside. Okay. No, for real. Like, I know y'all probably laughing, but like, there's times you could literally dead ass fix the outside and it can fix the inside, bitch. Now, it depends on like, bitch. Now, if you got like childhood trauma and being abused and some other shit, now that ain't going to fix that. But, bitch, if you look into the mirror and be like, bitch, this left titty look a little ugly than the, than the right titty. Bitch, fix your titties and then get them both looking how you want them to look. And you next time you look in the motherfucking mirror and you see both voluptuous, beautiful titties, you're going to be like, damn, bitch, I did that. And you're going to feel good about yourself. Duh. Sometimes it ain't really all that deep. And the girls love to, like, try to shame the girls who do get surgeries and stuff like that. Like, bitch, that is so late. Like, what year are we in, bitch? So, yeah, I'm going to do a hair transplant. I'm going to try to do my little Asian eyelid thing. Um, I think that's it, honestly, for this year. That's all my body can handle, bitch. Because, bitch, let me tell you, that, that hair transplant thing ain't no joke. <sighs> I had one done, like, six years ago. And they did a great job. Don't get me wrong. But now, bitch, I want more hair, bitch. I want, like, to be oodles and oodles of noodles of hair, bitch. I want to look like fucking Teresa G. Dice, okay? So, but the thing was, that recovery... Hold on. Billy. Hold on, let me go beat her ass. Okay, so I'm back. Um... What was I saying? Oh, the hairline surgery was like fucking hor horrendous because so, I mean, everyone's different. But for me, and this is why I like I'm going into this for the second time around. Like, bitch, I'm not going to do it right before summer, bitch. I'm not doing it right before the hot. I'm not doing it. I'm doing it when I can fucking hibernate. Because when I did it the first time, I did not want to cut my hair. So I only let them cut the back of my hair. But. Then you look crazy because then you got hair on top and hair, hair. Okay, so you got your regular hair on top, bitch. You a bald ass bitch from the back, like bald, not like like they have to shave the damn hair. It's not like you can like trim it or whatever, bitch. They shave the whole goddamn hair. So you a bald ass bitch with this sharp ass fucking 
cut in the back and then you got your little plugs in the front of your hair looking crazy so you be looking crazy but this is the ghetto gagger that the girls don't really tell you about so when you do it they take the the hair they put it in whatever and then all of a sudden your hair your whole scalp not just the area that they put that bitch in your whole fucking scalp is in shock for like three months and nothing is growing for three months. Nothing is moving for three fucking months. Then the first like week or two, all the little plugs that they put in will fall out, which is normal. And then all the all the, the bulb of the hair is stuck in the thing, which is great. But, you know, a hair cycle takes a few months to really, I mean, like a few weeks to start growing in. But. Your scalp isn't moving. Like, the scalp is traumatized. So, it's not even really... So, bitch, you're really fucking ugly for, like, six months. Like, ugly. Like, not even like, oh, he kind of cute, bitch. No, you're an ugly-ass bitch. You don't deserve anything nice. And you need to stay home. So, that's one thing the girls that... When you do those things, they don't really tell you. They be like, oh, yeah, your, your hair will start growing in a couple weeks. Them lying-ass bitches. No. They just trying to get you to just put your money down and get get the procedure. And that's what a lot of, see, hold on. That's what a lot of these surgeons don't be fucking telling you about. They be like, oh, you'll be fine, you'll be fine, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. When I got my nose job, like, years ago, I don't know how long it is. Now he's like this super popular surgeon that everybody, know, like, he's like super popular now. But I went to him before he was that girl. But, um... He was like, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. Like, after, like, two weeks, bitch, a nose job takes, like, a whole year, sometimes two years to really heal. Because especially if you get tip work done, because all the blood is, um, all the, your blood flow doesn't go into, like, the cartilage at the tip of your nose. So it takes a very, very, very long time. I mean, you'll, you'll look cute, like, relatively afterwards. But to get the sickening, sickening, sickening results, it's going to be a few years. And that's what they don't tell you. So with this hair thing, I'm like, bitch, I'm gonna do it in January. Cut this cut, I'm gonna cut all my hair off. So I can so when it starts growing, I can just look like a normal bitch. Cause bitch, I played myself a few years ago when I cut my hair off and it was like, bitch, I got hair falling out. I got hair being bald in the back. I got hair stuck in growth off the top. I, bitch, I was looking crazy. And I I felt the ugliest of my life. But once I was done and I became the beautiful swan that the doll was meant to be, oh, yeah, it was a riz app from then. So I'm going to do it in January. I can't wait. I'm hoping my friend could go with me um, for – but I don't mind going by myself. I don't really give a fuck. But, um, but I, you know what, bitch? Don't play with me. <laughs> Hold on, now I'm thinking about it. I wonder if I get my new certificates. Um, my first class international ones. Because I really, okay, if I come back, I'm definitely going to want to use, if, if I go to fucking Istanbul, bitch, I'm definitely going to want to use, let me call Delta, let me type in, see what the fuck the T is, because I'm really still dreading this fucking Vegas flight, Delta, call Delta. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do that. What else the type of surgeries? Why am I talking about surgeries? Um, I definitely want to get my eyelid thing done. What else? What else? What else? And yeah, and a lower facelift. And that's really it. I don't think, I can't think of anything else I would want. The hair, 
the eyes. You know what's so crazy? That's all I care about. Like, it's only from the, the face up. Like, isn't that weird? Like, you know, like, some people want to get their bodies done. I've never been that girl. I've never had, like, one. Like, even, like, lipo, I would never want to do lipo. It scares me. Like, lipo really fucking scares me. And the girls be awake now for lipo. That's wild. Um. All right. So, that's really about it. So, moving right along. A smooth operator. A smooth operator. All right, so now on to listener letters. If you want to write into the show, send it in to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. This week we have, um, y'all are going to kill me with this. This week we have a letter and it says Solomon Help in all caps and exclamation marks. Like, literally if i took a screenshot of this whole inbox it's just help help solomon please help <laughs> like what the fuck am i 911 a lifeguard okay so it says let me up the font on this because i can't see where are my glasses hold on maybe this is oh here they are i thought i lost them hold on let me just put these glasses on real quick i need to just keep these glasses on all the time i say this every fucking week and I'm cleaning them real quick because they're nasty. I say this all the damn time, but, like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like a fucking herb wearing glasses. Like, you know, like, some people wear glasses and they're like, oh, I feel smart. And they feel, oh, you look so smart. No, bitch, I feel like a fucking herb. Okay. Am I recording? I feel like I do all these three things. Am I recording? Put the glasses on. Can't see. Take a drink of the juice. Okay, first off, me and my fiancé love you. He is on. He is always at coming and asking me, what is Solomon up to today? <laughs> or if I checked on you. <laughs> no, ser- seriously, s- hold on, side note. Thank you guys for checking on me. Because remember when I said that, like, if I don't post anything on the internet for more than 24 hours, I might be dead. Girl, I was, I was fighting for my life la- this weekend. So thank you guys for c- checking in there. Like, bitch, I'm just checking if you're alive. So thank you. Um, he's always asked me, what is Solomon up to? Or if I checked on you today, he actually uses your face wash. But here's the thing, bitch. And I'm going through it. We are getting married. Yes, I know. I never thought I'd be that girl. But this man is a is good, Savannah. <laughs> this man is good, Savannah. Well, here is a thing. And I'll keep it short because I know you hate to read and is blind. But we saved 60000 dollars for the wedding but now we're having second thoughts you posted something recently about not wanting to spend money on a wedding but me and my fiance have been talking and more and more we don't want to now we both have now we both have great jobs both six figures good credit everything is up but i'm not sure why i'm not okay with us spending this much on a wedding what are your thoughts would you spend that much or more on a wedding, in all caps, help, love, Amy. Well, first off, Amy, congratulations. Um, I'm finding you a good man, Savannah. Those are hard to come by these days. And bitch, y'all both got six figures and good credit. Damn, bitch. Adopt me. Not six figures, good credit. Uh, and good skin because he's using that face wash. Damn, bitch. I'm jealous. You know what? I don't even want to answer your fuck-ass question, Amy. 
I don't. I'm gonna start crying. No, like not you having a perfect life. Um, sixty thousand dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> Wait, let me just get that out of the way. Sixty thousand dollars is a lot of money, girl. I don't know, like, how much money you make, or and that really doesn't even matter because I just feel like that's, in my opinion, it's just a lot. Um, and I'm not trying to force, even though you're writing and asking for my opinion, I'm not trying to force. I'm trying to be as bendable as I possibly can with my response. I will say, first off, do what it is you love in life. And I know this is very cliche and all the girls say this, but like, bitch, we don't know how long we got on this earth, bitch. And with global warming on our fucking ass and it's still damn near 60 degrees and it's it's December. And the crab legs is already boiling in the damn Baltic Sea. The ice caps are frozen, bitch. We may not be here that long. So spend the money while you can. I know that's not great financial advice. Um, and that's something my financial advisors have always been like, bitch, no. But like I'm a firm believer, like spend like if it's gonna make you happy, do it, bitch. You know, if you want to have spend sick well, bitch, is there a way you can spend half of that? I don't know how much weddings cost. I've heard they cost buku money, bitch. I don't know, bitch. I would, listen, I will say this. Spend the money how you want to spend it. Regardless of what I say, what anybody else say, like, do what you want. And if that means creating these beautiful memories that you're going to keep forever and always, do that. You know, like, you live life once. This is the time to, like, live it. And if that means spending money and, and if you have it and you're able to comfortably do it, I would say do it. Now. That's my advice to you. Do what you want to do that's going to make you happy. And if it means spending $60,000 on a wedding, then that's, by God damn it, shit, do it. Now, this is what I would do. Now, walk with me. Um, I, I When I was a kid, I was like, you know what? I want this. I want a wedding that's going to be like this and that and that. And, the, and I was like, now that I'm older, I'm like, actually, I don't want none of that shit. This is what I would do. And let's say I have $60,000 because, bitch, ain't no way out even you have that. And it's not. I'm not trying to shade you or nothing. I'm just, I would literally not. I would, if somebody said, oh, the, the, the wedding going to be $60,000, i would be like, then cancel it, bitch. Because I ain't got no business spending that much money on no bullshit that ain't got shit to do with me, bitch. It's for the, these family and friends and bitch. I don't fuck with half of them. No, I'm just kidding. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not spending for, for you to eat. It ain't going to. It's not. No, I'm not doing all that. I don't need that many flowers. Cut some of them flowers off, bitch. We don't need um the venues. But we could do it in my backyard, bitch. Like, I would have to come. If somebody had. I'm such a cheapskate when it comes to things. Like, I'm someone who. I will. I'm really good. One of my biggest like things that I'm really good at and that's what someone wanted me to talk about on this podcast is the art of negotiation I'm really good you know what I think I could put on a really good with my resources and connections I could put probably do a really good wedding for under $30,000 I bet you I bet you I could anyways this is what I would do I don't so I don't want a big wedding but if that ever were to happen I would honestly rent out one of my favorite restaurants in the evening and just 
have family and friends eat food at a restaurant and drink tons of champagne and that's it. And maybe go to the club or, you know, just that's all I would want is just to get dressed up, go shut down the restaurant because I don't want to be with nobody else. Shut down the goddamn restaurant and then we just have a ball. You know, you could do like a prefix to where, you know, it could be a, a limited menu to where like you could, you could pick three different things for the entree. You could pick a couple sides or whatever, or it could be like buffet style, whatever. That's what I would do. And that's how I would want to spend. But that's me, bitch. It may not be you. Maybe you want a wedding. Um, but what you said, like you, what did you say? Um, you... You never thought you'd be that girl. So it may not be your 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 judge, you know? But there's ways to still include people. Like, what I would possibly do is I might do, like, hmm. I might do, like, a cocktail hour and have, like, I don't know. Let me think this through. You could do this without the whole ceremony thing and the whole big hoopla. I would probably invite as least as many people as possible, nothing major. I would do like a cocktail hour at my home or somewhere and have like, you know, spend a few thousand dollars on a couple bottles of champagne and then go to a nice restaurant and then do like a prefix. You know what I'm saying? Like work with the restaurant, be like, hey, this is what, which they'll probably normally ask you to do anyways. If you have like 20 plus or 12 or plus people, they're going to be like, bitch, we're going to do a prefix. And then so do a little prefix. And honestly, if I were you, Amy girl, that's going to be like, what? I don't even know. It, it, that might be $5,000. Maybe five. I don't know how many people you would have but like that alone with a nice cocktail hour at your home with a few gla- um, few bottles of champagne and dinner that's like maybe five thousand seven thousand max depending on what you and that's like really max if you're like going to like some crazy ass restaurant or like all the bottles is cristal bitch or you know what i'm saying like unless it's given that but you could really do that in like the four to five thousand dollar range and i'm talking about and have it nice and cunt and have like a like maybe get some sprinter vans to move the girls from the cocktail hour to your to the restaurant you know what i'm saying so you could do that, and then I would spend the rest of that. Well, not all of it, bitch. I would spend like twenty thousand, like fifteen. No, I would spend ten to fifteen thousand dollars on like a one week vacation somewhere. You know, and you could do a lot with like fifteen thousand dollars and travel internationally and have everything luxurious and five star hotel, and you know, it could be really nice. But like. If, if it's just you and your husband, so you don't need that many hotel rooms, it's just you and him, unless y'all fucking and doing some other shit on the side, which, girl, I do suggest. Just kidding. No, but seriously, you could have, like, you could have a bomb-ass vacation virtually anywhere in the world, and it'd be all, like, and I'm talking about for a whole week, nothing but great food, great, tri- like, tours, everything private. You could do all that shit for $15,000 or less. And honestly, you might be able to do it with even less, depending on, like, if you use miles, points, or I don't know, whatever. There's so many ways you could do it. But I would say for $15,000 less. So that's, what, $20,000? And then you put that $40,000 and keep it in your, your bank account and buy, like, a property together or something. Or, you know, put that towards a down payment. But, I I mean, I personally just would not spend... 
I could not see myself spending $60,000 on a wedding. I just really couldn't. And you know how, like, the girls be like, oh, you say that now, but when, you know, you make a certain amount of money, like, things change. And it's like, that is true. Like, there's things I'm like, I'll never buy. I'll never buy this. And I've done it anyways. But as far as, like, but but those are things that, that are for me and my home or, like, furniture or, like, things that are for me, myself. I can't imagine spending tens of thousands of dollars to put on a party for other people. I just could not imagine it. I just would not want to do that. It doesn't mean I don't like those people. It doesn't mean I don't fuck with them. It's just, I don't want to do that. That Not with my money, bitch. No, it's not going to happen. So I would suggest, yeah, do like a little cocktail hour. Get um, a Sprinter van or two to have them transport you guys to a nice restaurant um, with a little prefix menu. You know what I'm saying? You you might be able to um, get... And then, you know, sometimes a lot of restaurants with a prefix menu, they'd be like, oh, we'll have sangria, house wine, you know, beer or whatever, like little um, stuff like that that they can pick from. So they still going to be lit and having a good time and stuff like that. And bitch, this is what you do. Yeah, let me tell you what you're going to do. You do that. Do that, bitch. Because, let's, yeah. Let me tell you. No, 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 Amy. Listen. Listen, Amy. Listen. This is what you're going to do. You're going to do exactly what the fuck I told you. Go ahead. Get that fucking. Go get you and buy it in bulk. Buy a few cases on bulk from BevMo or Discount Wines and Liquors or whatever.com and get you some champagnes, right? And and put them bitches on ice. Everybody in everybody get one glass. All right? Maybe two glass, okay? That's an, that's like I don't know how many people you would invite, but you could do a lot with like five bottles or six bottles of champagne with like 10, 15 people. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that you could do a, a lot of damage, bitch. So that's only with maybe some decorations. Hmm. That's like a thousand dollars. Then you transport the girls, you know, from um the cocktail hour at your house or wherever, or your homegirl's house or whoever wants to host it or whatever, and then take that to the restaurant, and then you accept the gifts. Or before no, then you can have now, maybe at the cocktail hour, you have the, the girls drop off their gifts. So that way, you only basically spent, ha, didn't really have a major wedding, but you get the wedding gifts anyways. And mostly the wedding gifts, honestly, what you should be doing is you need to let the girls know, like, we don't got no registry. We don't got none of that bullshit. This is the, um, if you, if you are inclined to put some money towards our honeymoon, this is what you want to do and maybe the girls want to give you a few hundred dollars maybe the girls only got a hundred dollars to give you maybe some girls only got twenty dollars to give you but them things gonna add up and bitch that's gonna be your your um five-star hotel amy okay that's gonna be your five-star hotel and that's gonna be a a first class round trip ticket you know what i'm saying and basically and and girl that sounds lit because then you barely spent money on the cocktail hour and the dinner that you hosted for them. You get the little money that they gave you and you go on a vacation. Girl, that don't even come near $60,000. That sounds like a bright idea to me. Because, baby, $60,000 on, on a wedding don't seem like that's some, that don't even seem right. That don't even seem right. I don't know if the heterosexuals are okay, baby. Sometimes I wonder about y'all. 
But yeah, that's that's what I would do. Um, but again, girl, you got to do what you want to do and what's going to make you happy. Whatever's going to be, if it means traveling the world with your man and do and eating escargot, all right, and and crumpets and tea, bitch, then do it. If it means be, being up in Bali on the motherfucking beaches, getting a two-hour massage with your man, bitch, do it. That's, I mean, whatever it, it means. If it means laying up in your bed watching movies, bitch, then do that. You know, if it means this huge elaborate wedding with your family and friends and a DJ and y'all cutting up, do that. You know? Um, But that's probably, now that I'm saying this out loud, bitch, that's really what I myself would do. Really, truly, honestly, deeply. Yeah, so if I ever find me a man, Savannah, that's what we gonna do. And he better not want no damn wedding. Some like skirt. That's stupid. No, let me give you a, the better idea. Cause I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm the man that you marry who got the coins. But I'm gonna tell you how to keep the coins. I'm gonna be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we ain't spending all this money. I'm gonna tell you how to keep the coins in the house. Give me the coins. I don't. Don't be spending them coins on them other bitches. You spend the coins on. If you feel, I'm gonna tell my man, bitch. If you feel like. You so inclined to spend $60,000, spend $60,000 on me. And honestly, all I'm going to do if you give me $60,000 is put it in my business and flip that bitch. I don't want, I'm in a different place in my life. I'm like, I don't want to spend no money that's dumb. Like, I'm putting it back into my businesses, flipping that bullshit, investing in myself, and occasionally treating myself. But just things that don't make no damn sense, like weddings, no. Bar mitzvah, girl, I'm not trying to shade nobody. I was talking to, you know what? I hope he don't listen. No, he don't listen. Okay, great. I was talking, you know, damn, because you know I'm about to go there. I was talking to this man, whatnot, and he was like, yeah, I need to give my daughter a quinceanera. And I think he said it was like $40,000. And I said, $40,000, Greg? $40,000 and you living in the projects? Baby, this don't make no damn sense. I don't think this, I don't think this, I don't, I don't think you're thinking this through. He was like, well, it's really important. You know, mm-mm. I'm gonna have to teach my daughter that this is not how you deal with, this is not how you use your money. If I had a, a, a son or a daughter and, well, a daughter, if it's a kid's and I'd be like, and I don't got the $40,000. First off, first off, first off, first off, first fucking off, I ain't spending no $40,000 in no quinceanera. I don't give a fuck what no Latino shit y'all got going on. I don't care if it's no Mexican shit, no nothing to shit. Bitch, I don't give a fuck about none of that little, that shit that don't mean, I ain't spending nobody's goddamn fucking $40,000 on no, no, no child. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. And you can call me what the fuck you want to call me. You be like, bitch, you ain't really black or whatever. I'll, bitch, I'll tell you what I am. I'm black and I ain't using all that goddamn money on no damn child. No $40,000, no damn child. I don't care who, where I am in life, bitch. It's never going to happen. Not a day as long as fucking the Lord got fucking H2. I mean, not H2O. Oxygen. Lord, I hope not no H2 on my lungs. Some some oxygen in my goddamn lungs. I ain't giving, I ain't giving up no $40,000 on no damn child. I'm. Ne- it's never going to happen. It's never going to ha- fucking happen. I don't care if I got money at the motherfucking Wazoo and I'm Elon Musk's child, bitch. I'm not doing it. Y'all could pay for it, but I'm not paying for it. And you got me fucked up if you think I'm about to be living and taking an elevator full of smelling like piss to go crank down on $40,000 on a one-night event. 
for some chat girl honestly we need to talk about this community but like this is not the the time or the place of the platform but girl that child you need you need to spend forty thousand dollars on that child like you need a hole in the head that'll make no damn sense and i will pull my child aside and be like girl it ain't gonna happen i love you but it ain't gonna happen you thought you was gonna get one like your girlfriends but it ain't gonna happen because then let me tell you why this is what you do with your money that is stupid this is what stupid this is a stupid thing to do with your money it don't matter if you got money if you this is a dumb way to spend money and we ain't spending it now if you want to go ahead and get you some boxes of gushers and jelly beans and fruit roll-ups and chips and chocolate and some fucking gatorades and bottles of water and run your ass up and down this motherfucking train and ask for dollars and fundraise this forty thousand dollars for your quinceanera betcha by golly well go ahead but we I, it ain't coming from me it ain't you better go find you a go for me but it ain't about to come from me forty dollars my ass no. Now, what we can do is we can take $10,000 and we can take a trip wherever you want around the world and we can have a little father-daughter moment and, and immerse ourselves in other cultures and have a delightful time. And you can even invite a friend, bitch, but I ain't spending no $40,000 on these bitches eating up all this food and wearing some bouffant-ass dress. And DJs and shit, because the DJ, they used to be able to get a DJ for damn near $300, $150. DJ over here talking about some, it's $2,500 for the night. Bitch, where? What world you live in? Why are you so? Why are you $2,500 to, to dispense somebody else's music? You didn't even create this music. It's not even your music. You don't even own it. You're, it's, you don't even got no fucking, you ain't even got no fucking vitals, bitch. All you doing is pressing a, a damn th- click on a computer, bitch. You don't even bring the speakers. $2,500. Girl, the girls got me fucked up. What I tell you? Like, the way? Yo, honestly, it's really the Capricorn to me. Shout out to all the Capricorns out there. Because the way I tell you, we love to spend money. We love to make money. But when it comes to some bullshit, we be like, no. And we be dead ass about it. So we be like, no. And we will find ways to get around it. We were like, no, let's find, let's cut away. Let's figure out another way to do this. Because $40,000 is not going to happen. So I'm sorry I went on that long ass rant. But I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Yeah, Amy, girl. Um, a shout out to you. Congratulations on your wedding. Um, but do l- keep us updated. Let us know what you end up doing. I would love to know. Um, but either way, I just wish you guys a great year. Shout out to you and your fiance and just being great supporters. And I wish you the best in whatever decision you make. All right. And so we have another. Um, hold on. Another listener letter. Oh, girl, this is long. Shit. Damn. Oh, this is really long. Let me put my glasses back on. Oh, shit. Okay. Title of this is, um, am I being unreasonable or am I setting my boundaries? Solomon, help. Konnichiwa, Solomon. I hope you're doing well and hope this holiday season is fulfilling and prosperous for you. Oh, thank you. You too. A while ago, you read my letter about my coworker who had a learning disability. And when you started reading it, I yelled in my bathroom, yay, I'm not ableist. <laughs> now I'm writing to you again 
on this loud ass subway with a personal dilemma I'm having. I apologize in advance if this is lengthy, <laughs> but I do need to give you a backstory to give sus- sustenance to my story. I've been engaged for almost a year to my fiance, and overall, we've been together for almost six years. We have a great relationship, but we're not a perfect couple, and we're very well aware of that. I get along well with with both sides of his family, but within the past year, his cousins and his cousin's wife's his cousin's wife have not been my favorite set of people to come across, nor have their actions been the most pleasant. Last year, they invited us to their wedding, but then uninvited us, and out of generosity, they still received a wedding gift from a girl. Hold on, let me read this again because this sounds some bullshit. Let me. Oh, sorry, sorry, y'all who are paying attention and. I zoned out. I was getting distracted by my emails. Let me turn this off. Okay, let me reread that. I get along well with both sides of his family. Okay. But within the past year, his cousin and his cousin's wife have not been my favorite set of people. Okay, because I thought it was two separate, like two separate couples. Okay, got it. So basically, this one couple have not been my favorite set of people to come across, nor have their actions been the most pleasant last year they invited us to their wedding but then uninvited us and out of generosity they still received a gift from us personally they wouldn't have got shit from me but whatever and i was the last one invited to his wife's baby shower while everyone else already received their invitations and i didn't get mine until the week before no i didn't attend but a gift was still sent she still wouldn't have got shit from me personally On both occasions, we didn't receive a phone call saying, thank you. Oh, my Lord. I'm already upset. Thank you for the gifts. And instead, got a thank you card months later after both separate events. Before the baby was born, my fiance was asked to be the godfather, which he didn't say yes or no to after being asked. However, he was not the first or second choice and was a third option when they said no. Damn. I've told him a few times that I feel like he was scammed because he's such a family man and won't say no to family. Bitch, I'm going to start crying. And won't say no to family, but that he also needs to establish boundaries with them. Just a few days ago, his cousin and his wife said that they were scheduled the baby's christening. And I guess that's a big deal. I am personally not religious, nor do I align with organized religion but if you had to ask what i identified as i guess i would say atheist i used to be in the church when i was a teenager and went to multiple churches for years did the mission trip things sunday bible school etc but i also suffer from a decade's worth of religious trauma which is something that people don't openly discuss amen and i wish that they would would or would feel better knowing that someone advocates for me and my trauma I know the christening is a big deal to them, but personally, I want nothing to do with being in a church setting after having to sit in discomfort to to the point of tears this past Easter. And I especially want nothing to do with them after the way they treated us and have set my boundaries from them. Am I being unreally, unreasonable with my choice? What would you do if you were me? P.S. They also don't let anyone, not even family, hold their baby, kiss their baby, or touch th- because everyone has germs yeah white folks are weird boots signed future coochie clorox buyer all right so where do we begin um well first off i will say it's very classy and nice of you guys that you sent a wedding gift um regardless and um 
was it a baby shower gift? Yeah. Because, girl, you don't have to. But I kind of see where he was coming from because it's like, if that's your family, it's like, sometimes you just got to just do, just do it, you know, do what's right. Um, But also thus, that kind of lets people know how you can treat them, how they can treat you. And so you didn't really give like you any details of how they treat you or anything like that. So I can't really go off anything. But as far as the christening, um, it is a big deal for stuff like that, especially depending on like certain religions. Girl, I'm waiting for my godson to be christened on Sunday because there's some things I've been wanting to say, but I don't want the church who did my baptism class to... I'm nervous, bitch, because I don't want them to, like, Google me or, like, listen to this podcast. And then I just don't want no surprises. So I'm just, once my child, well, my child, once my godson get christened, I'm going to tell y'all the story I've been wanting to tell y'all. But, damn, I probably should wait till next week to answer this, this, whatchamacallit. Because what I really want to say is well bitch fuck it so i mean well for me i grew up very religious like baptist i grew up in a church group like when i tell you i was in church seven days a week seven days a week bitch i would go so my friends i mean yeah i had friends at school but my friends were like either my family or like my church friends those are like my friends like those are like if we went to like birthday parties or like hung out at people's homes or like you know it was i was hanging out with my church friends but um so mondays i would do mondays my mom would be in choir rehearsal so i would go with her in the evening and then tuesday it was my choir rehearsal so i would go no it was usher practice. And then Wednesday was like a little Wednesday service. And then Thursday was my choir rehearsal. And then Friday was my dance practice. Saturday was my dance practice. And then Sunday was church. So, bitch, when I tell you, like, when I tell people I was in church every day of my life, I was in church every day of my life. Like, it was every single day. So, I wasn't like, I'm not exaggerating. I literally, we just be in church. All, like, Halloween, church. Easter, church, holidays, church, movie nights, church. Everything was about church. And I will say this. I'm very blessed that I don't have any traumatic issues with church. I don't have nobody said no gay shit was wrong. They didn't say that. And, bitch, I grew up in a black church. Okay? So I it was a Baptist church, bitch. And I just didn't have that. I didn't have no nobody say nothing about everybody was really loving and I have a really good positive relationship thank god of being in church and you know stuff like that so I don't have like when I watched watch a strange loop they were saying some wild shit about you know what it's like to grow up black in the church and I'm like thank god because there's a, some of my friends and I'm still friends with today and they're gay too and we don't we don't have those we never experienced none of it and i would hit them up like did you experience they're like no bitch i didn't hear none of that i said well thank god that our pastor didn't say no wild shit and i've heard some wild shit like pastors talking about you know literally preaching a fucking sermon about homosexuality which is very sus but girl 
Let's not even get into that. But as time has gone on, um, I've always been someone who's questioned religion. Even I remember being in Bible school. I was, I remember I was, I will never forget this. I was, it was the summer right when I was in kindergarten, right before I went into the summer. So the summer before first grade. I remember I asked um, one of my Sunday school teachers, I said, yeah, but this kind of doesn't make any sense. Like, what do you mean? Like, if I get baptized and I get to go to heaven, like, so what if people don't get to go to heaven? I mean, what if people don't get baptized? He was like, then they don't get to go to heaven. And I said, but that doesn't seem, I said, that doesn't seem right. Like, I feel like then am I lucky because I'm for some reason in this class with you? And mind you, I'm like six years old having this whole ass in conversation. I'll never forget it. And he was like, no, it was like, you know, they'll, they'll see it, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, it, they'll be brought to light or whatever. And I said, yeah, but like, how so if like, let's say kids who live in India and he, and because I, you know, I mean, I was like, what about kids? Like literally specifically, I was like, I don't even know why I said India, but I was like, what about kids who live in India? And he was like, well, they'll figure it out. And I was like, but this doesn't seem, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it seems like this is a very, very specific way of going to heaven where if this is so sought after, wouldn't this be more readily available to like everyone? And clearly he gagged and then he did have a discussion with my dad and he was like, yo, your son is, he be thinking. But, like, that's just how I've always been. It just didn't make any sense to me. Um, and then I remember my in the car ride home, my dad and him were talking. And I was like, he was like, but the good thing is you'll be in heaven and you'll be there forever. And I said, but what is forever? And I know I was getting on my dad's nerves. I know it. Because I know he was like, this man, this little boy is doing too much. <laughs> like, just watch fucking Power Rangers. But, like. I was like, well, what is forever? And he was like, you know, you'll just live on forever. And I was like, so is it one long day? Like, do we age? Do we, like, I mean, I was asking, like, the questions the girls need to be answered. I mean, answer. He's like, no. He was like, and he was like, and you'll be healthy. And, like, I was like, so will I be me as an adult or me as, like, a six-year-old? Will you, like, what age will you be? Like, I was I was so, I was like this. And then at the end of the discussion, I remember we were on the freeway going five north. Um, like, I'm, I have a visual memory as a child, too. And we were going five north, and it got silent. And then I was like, Dad, I don't think I want to go to heaven. That doesn't actually sound appeasing. Because I got, like, this sounds, like, horrible. Like, a never-ending day? Like, no thanks. Like, that is not what I want. <laughs> so, my me questioning religion has always been something I've done naturally. And it wasn't until I got older where I was like, bitch, I don't believe in none of this shit. <laughs> like, I don't, this is not, I don't think this is real at all. <laughs> like, like, I don't, can't do this. And, um... And yeah, so that's just, you know, my everyone has their beliefs and stuff like that. And it is what it is. But um, nonetheless, I still did my baptism class for my godson. Um, my my friends, like the, the child's parents, they're not religious either. But it's just like a, like a cultural thing, especially in like the Latino community. It's, it is a cultural thing to do like the christening and like in a catholic church and stuff like that and um 
it is it is that and so it's like i don't mind going to the baptism class i mean i sat through it and bitch the man who was teaching the class was like you know sins and sins he was like you always have to pay for your sins and sometimes you don't know why you're paying for your sins it could be cancer and i was like no the fuck he didn't he was like you know sometimes you have to look back and maybe if you have cancer it's probably because you sinned a lot in life girl i hit up my friend and i told him i said if it wasn't for your son i would have got my shit up and left but i sat in that goddamn seat and i bit my tongue and i didn't say shit but that is wild to blame someone having cancer because they sinned and lot like bitch but bitch i did it anyways so and i got my little certificate and my godson gets christened on um sunday and i mean it'll be fine so i mean i don't mind doing it i don't really it, it doesn't i i can here's the thing even though i don't believe in none of that stuff i still can partake in it you know what i'm saying like i don't like when I go to family functions and stuff like that, we still bow heads and cl close eyes and we say grace over the food. I don't, when I'm home, I don't pray for my, over my food. I don't. Um, but I still partake, partake in it. And there is something I will say that I genuinely love about listening to gospel music, not Christian music, not Christian contemporary, not all the, all the you know, Sarah McLaughlin stuff. But there's something about listening to like, good old gospel music that I really do enjoy. There's parts of it I really do enjoy. Like, so there's aspects of um, my former religious self that I still love. Doesn't mean I mean it. No. But so I sit, I sit through things. I still go. Like if I have to go to church for something, I'll still go to church. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to like, it's, I'm not, I'm not the, that type of person who doesn't believe in religion. Who's going to be like, I ain't going there. I don't believe in that bullshit. Oh, you know how many people done died over the, I'm, I'm not, it's, I'm not giving off that. You know what I'm saying? It's not. But if you have um, some traumatic issues with church and just being there is very uncomfortable, then that's a conversation you need to have with your man and just be like, girl, this is what happened. This is why I feel it. Like when we was there for Easter or whatever, whatever you said you was, um, this is how I felt and I don't feel comfortable. So if you don't mind, I'm going to stay home and just make it point blank in the period. Just be like, if you don't mind, no, it don't even matter if you don't mind. I'm letting you know, I'm going to stay home and I'll put my name on the card. I'll write, you know, give something for the baby and stuff like that. And I'll meet y'all at, at, at the house so we can eat the food and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll, I'll, I'll meet y'all afterwards, but I can't be up in that church because if something is that traumatic to you where you're on the verge of tears and you're, you're not feeling good, then you don't got no business doing it. You know what I'm saying? You got to put yourself first. You don't fuck your man. Fuck that damn baby. Okay. Fuck them. Put yourself first and just don't go. But if it's something that you can um, sit through, because these things be like, I, from what I've heard, they be like only 10 minutes. They they just dump some water on the baby and that's it. Um, If you can for a little bit, then maybe try. But I mean, if it's too much for you, then no, don't do it, girl. And for real, I would just be like, it's not going to happen. So now what? You're not going to beat my ass, you know? 
And from from what it's given, it's and and I do commend your man for being like this family man. Like I, I really do love people who are family people. You know, like I love that. That is a big soft spot in me. Like I get so like giddy, but um, I love people who put family first and above everything. Like above like all the bullshit. Like they put shit aside. And there's nothing more solid than a man who. who like might have been done wrong or like some shady shit is going on, but he's still like, you know what? That's still family. I'm still going to show up. I'm still going to get the gift. I'm still, you know what I'm saying? That's not who, as contrary of who I've been and who y'all know me as, I'm really the person who's like, fuck that bitch. Fuck that raggedy ass baby. And no, I'm not buying your, no nothing for your baby shower. But if it's like a cousin type situation, a family situation, that is where I fall. That is where I'm not like typical Solomon, you know? My daddy went through some shit recently and me and my sister, we like, bitch, he better than me. But that's where I get it from. My dad's a family man, too. And he's like, some shit happened. And he just, you know, just, I was like, that is so shocking that he didn't even say nothing, didn't do nothing, didn't put up no fight, didn't speak up, didn't do shit. And that's not how my dad is. But he he's someone who always puts family first. He will always, above everything, he just will bite his tongue and bury his head and just put family first even at his own expense but that's okay that's okay because me and my sister still gonna beat her ass so it is what it is i'm not editing that out either i'm not so it don't matter if it don't matter when it's gonna when it's gonna happen it don't matter it could be in 20 years from now 10 years from now 10 minutes from now it's still gonna be forever and always on site especially with my sister because my sister's still heated so i should probably maybe delete that part but um, it is what it is. Actually, I'm not going to delete it because it's a fact and everybody knows it. So, yeah. So, you have to see my daddy's children and we're going to be there. So, it is what it is. Get your, get your shit up. That's it. Um, so, didn't mean to take it that turn, but um, moving right along. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully everything feels better. Um, hopefully you 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 feel better with what I've said and like let you know like you're not alone. Like I've gone, I'm kind of low key in the same bucket as you. If you know about to do this christening, I'm not religious. You know, I don't believe in none of that shit. But that's how I am. But also, I've never, I don't have any traumatic connections with religion. So that's my take. But if you don't want to go, bitch? Don't go. But please keep us updated and move right along. All right, so now what do I got beef with? Yes, I did have fucking beef with Adele, and I still got beef with Adele. It's still on and popping, Adele. But I got a quick little beef with Burger King. And listen, listen, don't don't do me, bitch. Don't do me. But why Burger King so damn expensive? No, seriously, why is it so expensive? Like, but listen, I ordered, now don't judge me. Don't judge me. I ordered two Whoppers the other day. Granted, I did it on fucking Seamless, but them bad boys was like almost $9 each. And so I was, so I never, I don't, you know, I just, I, 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 you know, charge it to the game, whatever, ate it regardless. 
And then my sister was here over the weekend. And I don't know how this even came up. But I was like, something about Burger King. She was like, that's expensive. I said, right? It's so expensive. Like, they are so expensive. She said, no, but you're going to spend at least $20 on, on your meal at Burger King. I was like, right? It's so expensive. That's it. That's the only... I mean, I'm not going to take too long. I just want to say, like, they're expensive. And, like, <laughs> pisses me off. <laughs> um. So, Burger King, girl, what is going on? Why is it that you're so expensive? Because it be really t- costing, like, $9 for a Whopper now. And, bitch, I remember no damn Whopper being no damn... Wasn't they only $1.99 not too long ago? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 30 years ago, like, 20 years ago. They was, like, $1.99. Remember the 99 cent burgers, bitch? They need to bring them things back. Them little 99 cent burgers. Remember the little dollar? Remember the big and tasty? <laughs> bitch, I heard the fucking London got the, the snack wraps. Now, I don't want to go to London. It's really no shade. I was thinking about it, honestly, but then I was like, wait a minute, bitch. Because when I go on, on, on tour, whenever I go to on vacation or countries and stuff. I always want to do a food tour. I always do a couple food tours, but then I also do like whatever the the wine or bev- like the spirit, like the vodka, the you know, tequila, champagne, whatever it is in that region that is was made in that region, I want to try it. So I did sake when I was in Japan. I don't there's nothing I want to eat or drink that is located in London. It's really no shade. I've heard the food has gotten better. It's just not, I don't really care. And like, there's no cultural things I want to do. There's no temples I want to see. There's no like, there's nothing cultural that there's, it's, I don't, so I'm not, I'm not going to go to to London, but if I do go, but it would have to be like for like some shit I just have to go to. I'm going to eat them damn snack wraps, bitch. Cause I heard they got them over there. They got the snack wraps. And it's, you know what, McDonald's, that's really my beef. It's like, how the fuck you don't got the snack wraps here? And you got the damn tortillas. Because y'all making them for the, the the breakfast burritos for the morning. You got the chickens. You got some lettuce. And I know you got some sprinkle of some cheese somewhere. That's it. And some ranch dressing. Come on. <sighs> Fucking McDonald's. Fucking Burger King. Not me eating fast food. Fuck them fast food bitches. Next. Oh, whatever. Moving right along. Ooh, he may not come when you need him. But he's always on time. Um, I was going to do um a final thoughts. I don't really got no final thoughts. Um... Yeah, I would just say, like, do things that make you happy, bitch. Spend that spend that bread, bitch. You know, don't spend $60,000 on a wedding, but spend something on yourself. Um, Yeah, because it's already past midnight, bitch. Oh, Lord have mercy. I woke up, I woke up at 5.30 today, bitch. Crazy. Don't make no damn sense. I'm not even jet-lagged. Just, you know what it was? I had, so my head was hurting a few days ago because i was sick and serena was like and she was right actually 
I, I kept taking like ibuprofen and Tylenol. It wasn't going away. It wasn't going away. She said, bitch, when was the last time you had coffee? And I said, four days ago. She said, bitch, go drink yourself some coffee. I said, Serena, it's 11 p.m. I can't do that. Bitch, I was up till 7 a.m. Like I was like, I'm a meth head. I'm over here online just liking photos, doing shit. People probably thought I was high on drugs. Bitch, no. It was just fucking drinking a cold brew. <laughs> so, yeah, my schedule is really all off, bitch. But I do need to get in bed. If I can get in bed at, like, 1... No, no, I'm not going to get... If, if I can be in bed and asleep by 3 a.m., I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But I got to edit this podcast. Bitch, I ain't doing no rewatch and revisit. I'm about to go to bed. See, that's the thing. Uh, I'll do... Okay, I'm, tomorrow, I'll try to do a rewatch and revisited for, for Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Damn, if you don't get one on Friday, just it's coming, girl. Just give me give me a moment. That's really what I need to do when I get my hair plugs and I'm sitting at home lurking in the dark and ain't got shit to do. I need to be doing more rewatched and revisited because them things be doing numbers. That's a little cute little coinisha. That's what I need to be doing. Bitch, I need to do me a little rewatch and revisited. You think I could crank one out and like, no, because once I get to the blab, bitch, <coughs> No, let me get off this damn mic. Go take me a shower. Take my ass to fuck the bed. All right. That's it. Um, Yeah. What was I going to say? That's it. You can go to sawraybeauty.com and get your free eye brightening cream with any purchase of $40 or more. Simply add the eye brightening cream to the to cart to activate the discount. Again, please add the eye cream to the cart to get it for free. If you don't add the eye cream to the cart, you will not get it. Okay, you will not get it. It will not be sent to you. And don't blame me because I don't I don't see the orders and I'm not there. You have a 15-minute window. For I have a 15-minute window to edit orders before they're already being picked at the warehouse. And even then, it's probably already getting picked. So if you do not put the eye cream in the cart you won't get it i promise like i'm not trying to sound like a dick it's just logistically like time wise it will not happen like even if you email us like right after you're like bitch i forgot the eye cream it's probably gonna be too late because it's already been picked and put in the box it already got a, a shipping label it's already it's 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 at your door it's at your door go open up the door it's right there girl <laughs> you know um so I don't want to discourage you, but yes, just make sure you put both items, whatever item you buy, plus the eye cream in cart, and you'll get it for free with any orders of $40 or more at sawraybeauty.com. And on that note, I'm going to put my ass up in this motherfucking shower and do a little body scrubbage. Also, side note, please, this is my final thought, really. Do body scrubs. Get you, like, okay, okay so... <laughs> This is so random. On Amazon, I buy like these little sheets. Like, you know, like those little scrubbing mitts, those little exfoliating mitts. Well, they also make these long ass towels, like these long ass like washcloths that are like five feet long. It, it takes, bitch, they're great because then not only can you get your whole body, but you can get your whole back. You know, like, you know, like when like you can like scrub it like this big ass like sheet on your back. And, bitch, your body be smooth and soft and slippery, bitch, and trade will always live. Listen, it's cold right now in the wintertime, and trade don't want to be laid up, perched up, cupcaked up 
with no crunch. I'm letting y'all know. I'm trying to put y'all on game. And I know the girls be like, well, you know, it's no. Ain't nobody want no crunch body. Okay. They want nice, soft, smooth, supple body. Not dry and ashy. Okay. So get you a fucking, go on Amazon. And they, I don't know what they're called, exfoliating sheets, exfoliating washcloth, whatever. But they, the giant, they're the, get the big ones. And it come three in a pack. Okay. And, you know, after you use them for like a week, you, it's easy. You throw them away. But some of the girls say you can wash them, put them in a the washing machine. I've never done that. I just thrown them away. But apparently you can put them in a the washing machine. It makes sense. Get you one of those. All right. And get you some like one. And then once you're done. So I put it like I do that. I wash my whole body with a little scrubber. And then I also have like some coconut oil that I have in my shower. But be careful because I've slipped a few times and busted my head. But I put it on right after, bitch, and then lay up in my sheets, bitch. Ooh, I be feeling so soft and cunt. The girls be wanting to live their life dry and crunchy, and that's fine. But I'm just trying to let you know it's about being moisturized. And you know I drink that brown liquor. So, you know, I'm already drying out my motherfucking skin as is. So I need to put all that moisture right back. So get you a little little scrubber. Um, on that note, bitch, let me get off this damn mic. Take care of yourself and each other. Bye.